On this episode of Post Game Shake, we bring on Boston College hockey commit Mikey Hardman and finish up with Tiger in the NHL playoffs. Welcome back to episode 23 of Post Game Shake. For a little week off hiatus, we had to get our uh, get our stuff together, but we're back at it and, and better than ever. Muzz, how are you? I'm doing great, man. It is 7:10. We just finished up our interview with Mikey Hardman, so if you're here for that, it's a great one. Stick around. We'll get it to you in a few minutes. But it's still sunny out, and I'm like the happiest guy in the world right now. Yeah, it's not that it's not that cold anymore. I think I think spring's finally broke after after the marathon yesterday, and I'm looking forward to um, to not having to be freezing my ass off every morning when I walk in my car. I know it's still like New England spring, so we'll probably get some cold weather or something. But it's so nice out, dude. We I actually did yard work all weekend. This is so exciting stuff. But got our mulch done and everything. So feeling pretty good about myself. Nice, nice. I know you you mentioned that you you missed kind of one of the highlights of the weekend. So we're gonna lead off before the interview with a quick topic. Tiger Woods, uh, winning the Masters, getting his getting his fifteenth fifteenth major under his belt and and the first in in eleven years. Um, I know you said you didn't, you weren't able to watch the end of it, but I, just, just quickly to touch on it. I mean, so many different storylines about how, you know, they showed the picture of hugging his dad after his first masters to hugging his son after this one. And, and just the one thing I want to touch on is first of all, it's just crazy to think that he won the masters again. That's just not a major in general, but also like, I'm so happy that his kids got to see him be good at golf. Cause like, even, even for me and you, like I wasn't huge into golf. You know, back when in his heyday, I, I I liked it, but I didn't play it a ton. I'm not as into it as I am now. But um, just for for his kids to see him kind of be the guy he used to be again, it was just a really cool moment. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's not that's not the way I had thought about it. Uh, but that is a really really cool little point there. I mean, how old are his kids? They're not old enough. Are they old enough to have ever actually been alive for? No, I think his I think his son I want to say is like six or seven, and his daughter is maybe ten or eleven. So I mean, they were they were not even born slash like newborns when he was still kind of ripping it up. But I mean, they and and you can hear all the stories about how good somebody is. But seeing it in person and like experiencing it, and seeing his son like wear the backwards Nike hat and the red yeah. T-shirt, I mean, it's just really cool. And I mean, I'm not the biggest Tiger Woods fan, but I, he's. He's good for golf, and seeing him win again was just really, really cool. Did the whole comeback story and everything. So. He really is like he's just so good for golf. And no offense, but it's uh, golf is a little more of a boring sport. I remember growing up, I'd go over to my grandparents' house, and they would have golf on, and I'd be like, I don't want to watch golf. This is stupid. Like it's just a bunch of old people playing. But as you get older, you appreciate it, and then just the whole Tiger effect is crazy. People are Dude, so now, into it; it's nuts. Now all I want to do is watch golf. I want to watch Same. golf and play it's golf. So exciting, it's crazy! Like I, all I want to do is like retire right now and just play golf for the rest of my life. It's crazy how how things can change. But we I just mean, need the the podcast to take off so we can make some big money early on, and then golf from you know thirty five on. Hey, and if you want us to take some content from us ripping ripping slices into the woods, where are your guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could definitely do that. We can rip some slices into the woods. Absolutely. So just, you know, a quick, a quick Tiger shout out. I know it was it was a, a huge, a huge topic, probably the biggest topic of the weekend. And I know it was on it was on everyone's mind. So. I, I would say it was my second favorite moment behind getting my New York shoes. Yeah. So talk about that for a second. huh? So uh, we I don't even know what you want to call it, whether it's it's not really a sponsorship. It's a little bit of a sponsorship partnership. Let's Partner, go, let's go partnership is a good word. Um, so Timmy did the work. Timmy re- has reached out to some companies about, you know, doing a little partnership action. Uh, York is one of the first ones that we've gotten involved with. They sent us each a nice pair of shoes. They're like $150 pair of shoes. 
They are legit awesome. I like if they weren't awesome, we wouldn't do it. Dude, I I wore them to my game last night. I wore them around the house all weekend. They are sweet. They're like kind of like stylish cross training type shoes. They're a little bit of like the running shoe style, but really nice. They've got like a nice leather thing on the back. Really comfy. Dude, they're legit. I I think they're they might be my new favorite shoes right now. Yeah, I was I was wearing mine a little bit yesterday. I didn't wear them outside. I was kind of afraid because of the weather, but uh yeah same I, I like mine a lot i was getting i was getting a couple compliments from the people that were over yesterday so just you know shout out to them york athletics check them out they've got some really some really good good gear some good some good footwear and um and we're their biggest we're, we're their biggest supporters right now so shout out to them and uh and dylan in their in their um marketing department was was nice enough to hook us up and um and get us going so shout out to york athletics yeah so we're pumped for that and with that being said i think it's time to shoot it over to the mikey hardman let's do it all right here it is Joining us on the pod today is a Boston College hockey commit who has gone from prep school hockey to the USHL to the BCHL and all the way to Hockey East next season. Another South Shore product, raining from Hanover, Mass. Welcome to the podcast, Mikey Hardman. Boys, how's it going? What's going on? Doing great, much, man. man. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm in Hanover, Hanover, Massachusetts right now, just, uh, <laughs> just chilling. So, yeah, it's been awesome. Seems like just yesterday I saw you at the St. Paddy's Day Parade. Yeah, that was like my <laughs> literally like my third day home. Like I went up to uh, South with a couple of my buddies, and that that was an awesome time. Yeah, that was like my first time there. I think I I did it when I was younger, but that was my first experience as a uh, semi adult. I guess. Yeah, that was literally my first time there too. I never went up as a as a uh, kid. So not to uh, put Mikey on the spot, but I what you did I see you or did you see me? I then- saw I I saw you. It was like I was like literally on the way back from the train. I was like going yeah. to the train, and I see I see you, Muzz, and I'm just like, wait, is that that that's gotta be Muzz? And I just go over, and you're like, what's up, man? What's going you're on? like, get me on the pod. I was like, hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Yeah, I love was, it. Uh, yeah, because I was uh I was I saw I was listening to to Timmy's podcast and Rune's podcast, so I was like, yeah, I got I gotta get on the pod. Like, some, love that. Time. Yeah, we're getting we're getting all the Boothby boys on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we had we had Brownie on too, dude. It's never ending. We just got to get like God Dead on, even though he's kind yeah, of yeah. Our 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 group in there was absolutely like unreal though. Just I know. Like, thinking back on it, like it was actually like we would just like shoot the shit for like thirty minutes like before our work. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, it was, it was so bad. It'd be like, all right, we got to work out while we're here. <laughs> Yeah, literally. From everything, from everything I've heard, though, that that workout group is pretty like hardcore. Oh, absolutely! Like, uh, I mean, I remember. I think it was like my 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 first summer in there was like the summer going into my senior year, and it was like it was Muzz, uh, Timmy Harrison, Rooney, Godet, uh, Brownie, a couple Babson guys. So it was, yeah. it was pretty. It was pretty legit. Like, and I was like a I was like probably the youngest guy in that group, and I was like, holy shit! Like, what's what's going I, on here, dude? T- Timmy and Rooney set the tone. Those dude, guys yeah. get after it, especially Timmy. Nothing, and Runes is right up there. But Timmy and like they're lift. and yeah, and so like I'm a, I'm like 17 years old. Like and I'm like <laughs> I'm like in your group, and Timmy's throwing up like 250 in the bench. I'm like, listen, man, like <laughs> I weigh like 180 pounds. I'm not <laughs> on that up. That just, it, it was great though because we got to pair up. We, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Mikey, we got to grab this. We're grabbing this rack over here, and we're doing 135. Hey, funny, funny story is, uh, I remember like it was yesterday. I think Timmy and ruins were at like a development camp and you and we were always trying to like put up like their weight like the whole summer like <laughs> trying to be like beauties and stuff and i remember they were gone and i was like okay i'm just gonna throw on like 135 and, and i was like i'm just like i'll just use this you can put on the, you're like no it's all good i'll, I'll, I'll go 135 
right, like it was like the parents were gone and we yeah. got to kind of screw around. Really? I was like, I was like, oh, okay, good stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I miss it. You're fun. going back. You're going back this summer, though. Yeah, I've been. Um. So like, I actually it was tough. Uh, we lost in the round one of the playoffs. We lost in game seven, but I uh I got a concussion in game three, so I missed the whole. Oh, no way. The whole the whole series and like I'm I'm 100 now but uh but yeah I took like two weeks off and then I've been back uh back in the gym for uh since I think the past two weeks I've been in there five days a week and I'm actually going to BC in May working out there till June taking a class and then I'll be back there for like the second half of summer so yeah I'm pretty, pretty nice about it what about what about the rest of your off season like um like how often are you skating and like have you found a group that you're skating with and stuff like that and yeah to, uh, I, to working out yeah so I'm actually uh. So I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna play in the uh, the Foxborough Pro League. Just that's like the only league I'll, I'll probably play in the, the whole summer. But I've been I'm actually doing skills with uh with a guy named uh, and Jacob Hickson. They're uh they they run mm-hmm. like a really good group. It's actually out of the new. It used to be out of the, the Canton the Canton rink, the new Canton rink. But it's actually now it's gonna be at the the, uh, the new Fair rink in Brant and uh, Braintree. So a lot of good dude. Yeah, like a, is that open yet? That new rink? Yeah, it opens like I'm pretty sure it opens like in the next like week or two. So. It be, I forgot about yeah. that. I've seen the pictures or like the graphic design of it. It looks awesome. Yeah, it should be pretty sick. Like the group's actually really good too. It's like uh, Godette skates with us, uh, Brownie skates, uh, the kid John picking it at, at, at uh, NU. And then there's a couple yep. guys like my age, like it's uh, me, like the kid Aiden McDonough from uh, Milton that's going to play at Northeastern. And then, uh, so yeah, we should have a really good group. And uh, yeah, it's all, it's all like edge work and just, just uh just like t- like just a ton of skill stuff so it should be really good we we skate like three times a week so yeah just doing that and working out and uh and just taking a class which should be interesting but <laughs> it should be good yeah get a little ahead of it that's good for you dude like wh- honestly you're gonna get to bc and you're gonna go you're gonna be a month in and you're gonna be yeah. like all right i'm on the hockey team i'm not doing this bs yeah. you know what I no mean? literally it was like well like once i committed their uh so the coach was like, yeah, you can like take a class this summer because you, you're like, if you like, if you get home like really early, like if you lose in round one, like you can come home, take a class like in May. And I was like, in my, I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I want to do that. And my parents were like, oh, like, you're definitely doing that. Like, you haven't been to school in two years. Like, you're you're taking a class. So I was like, oh, okay. gotta start, gotta start somewhere. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's good so, though. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so yeah, I'm taking a class for those six weeks, and I actually just scheduled it today. It's a, uh, it's a history class and. I uh, meet six to nine p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which is like <sighs> kind of brutal. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> a long time. Yeah, so three hours, but it only meets twice a week, so it's like not terrible, but like it's gonna be pretty pretty tough for sure. Yeah, I mean you'll be getting your feet wet again, that's for sure. Yeah, I I mean it's not not a big deal. I mean I'd rather. I mean, so if it was meeting like three or four times a week, I'd just be like, ah, oh, this is this is dude. Brutal. You'll be you'll be so happy you did that when the season comes around. And yeah. When, you, when you're at school, you're gonna be able to like, you're not gonna be you know screwing off, but just that extra class taken off your shoulders is just you'll be you'll be happy. You yeah. Did. Like yeah. there's like I mean there's uh like like I I heard like freshman year you're taking like a lot of courses and stuff like that obviously, but uh by like junior senior year like the seniors like were like when i was on my visit a couple of seniors were like in the rink for literally like two two three hours like just they, yeah they're taking like a class like every day so like a lot of these guys a lot of the local guys are taking a class like every summer and it definitely pays off for sure absolutely um so obviously you mentioned uh bc taking classes so let's let's hop right into that but mm-hmm. um before we get strictly into bc you 
were originally committed to Union, and yeah. then you decode to BC. Um, when in that process did you uh, well, a commit to Union, and then b when did BC come knocking and just kind of talk about how the whole process went just and uh, and decoding bullied Union out of there? <laughs> no, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I uh, was at Winston in my senior year. I was having a pretty uh, like a pretty good year. Um, my team was was really good, and um, so I think it was like. Um, I think it was like in the, in like the fall, the fall season, I, uh, had a couple of co- like colleges looking at me and, uh, ended up committing to union. I think it was like midway through my senior year. And then, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Like the coaches there were, were awesome. And, um, like the school and stuff is, 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 is unreal. And, but, uh, like, so I ended up going to the USHL last year and, uh, my team wasn't, wasn't great. We, uh, we had, we had a pretty pretty tough record and but I know I was I was getting a lot of ice time playing like second line and and playing power play and stuff but our uh, our coaches actually got gassed at the end of the year they ended up getting fired and um so like I was talking with with my parents and stuff like that and I was like new coach coming in like my last year of juniors this is like not the best best thing so uh like it was kind of just that I was kind of like okay like a lot like a lot of BCHL teams started reaching out to me because I was undecided and I ended up going to West Kelowna. And um, so like the, basically what happened was just, um, it was kind of just a family decision, like uh, like around Christmas break that I was going to decommit. And um, yeah, I was kind of just, just talking to my parents about it and um, ended up decommitting. And it was kind of a stressful process. You, you really don't know what colleges are going to, are going to come look like, just kind of look at you after and, um you just so you decommitted first yeah did you decommit because you knew bc was bc in your ear no no yeah i didn't i wasn't talking to any colleges before that it was kind of just like um you know it was kind of like union was was a uh union is a is a financial aid school so so they don't give athletic scholarships no okay so uh, oh that makes sense so you're trying to get right yeah so so yeah it was kind of um it was yeah my me and my parents were talking about for a while and it just, it just didn't, it just didn't, didn't end up working out. And, um, so yeah, it was, it was obviously tough because the coaches at union were, were great to me and the school was awesome too. You know, I, I was committed there for two years and then, um, so yeah, I ended up decommitting. I didn't talk to one college before I decommitted. And then, um, it was kind of nuts. Like, uh, I, I remember like yesterday it was like, like there's like some guy on Twitter that I like, tweeted it out that I like, I decommitted and then a lot of colleges started calling me and, um, I went, I went to, there's a lot of colleges like out, like, um, I talked to like schools like Michigan and, and North Dakota and like Miami, Ohio. And, uh, but you know, like when BU and BC came knocking and I was like, okay, like I want to go to either like BC or BU, like those were like my dream mm-hmm. schools growing up. And, uh, which one was your, which one was your dream school? Cause it can't be both. Yeah, no. So actually funny, <laughs> funny stories. Uh, my grandfather actually played hockey at BU. So, no way. Yeah. So following, following in the hockey <laughs> footsteps at least. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so growing up, I was always a huge BU fan, like always going to the bean pot games, hockey games, like, like just, just a huge BU fan. And then, so I ended up going to, uh, I went on a visit like in January to both schools, went, flew down. Um, I went to BC first and just absolutely loved it. Like unreal campus, the hockey facilities were were awesome and um it was nuts like you you watch you like you watch tv like you go to games and you see like like jerry york like on tv and stuff and, and then you end up like meeting the guy it was it was absolutely really ridiculous it was it was awesome and um so i toured bu too and um i kind of 
my my parents' big thing was just like if you end up like getting hurt, like they're they're both like great ho- they're great hockey schools, but more importantly, they're great academic schools too. So, like, what's the what's the like what you what do you think would be the best fit for you like like off the ice? And I was like, I just think BC would be the best fit. Like I like that. I'm I went to prep school. BC is more of a campus feel, so I just absolutely yep. loved it. Absolutely. So talk about talk about your visit. Like you went on an official to both. Mm-hmm. Um, like what what were some of the standout reasons besides just it being a campus? Were like some of the guys like did it did it just it, it just felt right? Like was it just like kind of an easy decision because yeah, almost like a gut a gut feeling kind of thing? Or were there a couple a couple specific reasons that that kind of stood out to you? Yeah. So I um, so actually there's a kid on on BC. Uh, his name's Mark McLaughlin. Uh, he's a forward. He he played on my team growing up. So I actually stayed with him. So it was uh, I stayed with him in his room, and um, you know it was awesome. I went out to the North End with the coaches for dinner, and um, I got breakfast with. It was, it was nuts. Like I actually <laughs> remember. Um, so I stayed over BC for one night, and I got up in the morning, and they're like, "Okay, like you're gonna meet with uh, like Coach York's gonna pick you up, like, and you're gonna and you guys are gonna go out to breakfast." And I remember like just walking out of the dorm and. And he was there. And he was like, "Mike, what's going on?" I was like, "Are you talking to me?" <laughs> nuts. Like it was, it was crazy. It was, it was like you, you dream, you like always dream about like playing for for BC and and for him to like just kind of go out to just go out like to breakfast with you and and uh, yeah, so that that was really cool. And then I sat in on a practice after and um, and uh, and then after that, I had a meeting with all three coaches and um, yeah, so it was it was awesome. It wasn't um, <clears throat> yeah, I got there because the the flight, the flight from British Columbia was, uh, it was like I, I had a flight at like, like eight a.m. and I got there at like four or five, so it wasn't like a long time I was there for, but it was, uh, it was definitely awesome. You know, I was there for dinner and then ended up hanging with the guys, like just a lot of the freshmen and just talking to them about how they they like it and and, and about the school and the hockey and yeah, it was it was really cool. I mean, dude, that's unbelievable. I, I can't imagine that's And, like, to think that you were committed to Union and you could have just gone with the flow, right, yeah. and then gone to Union and you never would have experienced any of that. No, yeah. Crazy. Like if, you, if you told me – I think the biggest thing was, like, if you told me, like, my junior year at Winston, if you're, like, you're going to commit to BC – uh in my in like three years i've been out of just laughing in your face and be like shut up dude like you're not yeah <laughs> like it was just i mean it was kind of, was kind of cool like just to just to go to those both those schools you know they're obviously they're both my dream schools growing up and just to play at a beanpot school is just gonna be unbelievable just for my family and friends to, to, come, to come watch me next year it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome how pumped are you for the beanpot like one <laughs> to ten how pumped no like i think honestly i think ever since i was like six or seven years old i went to every one and then i i missed my first one my junior year at winchington because i was at a prep school and i was like so pissed about it i was i was rattled but yeah so like i I grew up every year going to it and it's just gonna be like crazy like especially if if we end up making the championship game and 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 winning it just be a, a dream come true yeah i was the same way man i uh i missed my first one i think right after college i'm pretty sure up to yeah. college we'd have like a monday practice and we'd be doing boils to like we'd be getting bagged on the yeah. ice and all i would have in my head is like i gotta get out of here if i want to be there by the third period of the first game yeah like really. that's, that's it's crazy. just a dream come true for you dude like i'm pumped and i'll probably hey i i see no reason why i won't be at those games yeah and you better believe i'm going all out I'm like <laughs> paint my body paint my chest yeah. mikey hard man no yeah it's it's like it's gonna be awesome I mean, especially just uh 
just because you know, obviously, just just a local guy. Like I'm, I'm obviously just say like I, I live in Hanover, so it's only like 30 minutes south of, of Boston. So there's gonna be like a lot of my family and especially like all my friends going. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. But just just to play against like uh, just to play against like some some like really cool schools too. I know like they played uh, they played like Wisconsin and they play like at Wisconsin. So those uh, those ranks are obviously really cool. And I, I know they played. North Dakota, like at Madison Square Garden, and like a couple years ago, and I heard there's some rumblings that they might be playing at the uh, at Fenway next year. So, oh, there yeah. you go, sick. <laughs> we did the we did the Frozen Fenway thing too. It was like the uh, the fake Frozen Fenway. There was yeah. like there was like we actually, Timmy. How many people do we have there? Like thirty five hundred or something. I don't know. Well, it's it's in a like a forty thousand seat stadium, so it feels like there's like. It felt like there, there was yeah, literally they, nobody there. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. It, they were all upstairs in like the boxes. Everybody got boxes. So yeah, you looked like you were playing in front of an empty arena or, or what do you call it, an empty ballpark. But dude, still sick. And then you're gonna go there and play in front of I don't know thirty whatever it is thousand. Yeah, it's probably, but mo- mo- like more importantly though, like for you guys, you guys are probably getting some some unreal photos for for Instagram. oh <laughs> hell yeah dude. that's what it was all about man i <laughs> had a picture we had the red sox locker room i had a picture of me like leading the team out through the red sox <laughs> runway and it was my profile pic on facebook for like six yeah years. For, yeah for, like, like, for like never changing <laughs> yeah it actually still might be one of my pictures on something yeah that is that is unbelievable yeah but just those games should be really cool and yeah, I'm just really excited for it, and it should be awesome, awesome four years. That is yeah. awesome. It's it's funny you say that because you mentioned how how stressful it was. So, um, one of my roommates, a kid I went to Babson with, um, mm. Pat Young, his little brother plays for um for Vernon, yeah, in, in the BC, uh-huh. and he, Mike Young, he was he was committed to UConn for a while, and then he actually recently decommitted and committed to Yale, and he was kind of mentioning how just that whole process of stressfulness, and it kind of seemed like it worked out for him. He's way happier yeah. with that decision. It sounds the same for you. It's like you you kind of go through that 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 stressful occasion, but all you know in the end, it it sounds like it's a it's a much better decision. And obviously, you seem you know way way happier. But all the all the stuff BC has to offer. So congrats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was yeah it was definitely stressful, but it was uh you know you're you're talking to your your family a lot about it. Like it's just a family decision, and and uh, you kind of just. You're just, you're just going for it and you know obviously um i was having i was having like a, a pretty good year like when i decommitted so i knew there was probably gonna be some schools calling but i i, I would never expected that that bc would have would have called and reached out and yeah and it's just awesome to, to be able to to be uh bc for the next four years not Absolutely. to get not to get too personal but what did they give you they gave you some money obviously uh yeah it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean you don't have to tell us uh, yeah, I don't know. Awkward. I don't know if I can like if, if I can tell you. Awkward, <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. No, no. But we get the picture. You know, yeah. we won't. We won't put any pressure on uh-huh. you. We get it. We get the idea. We'll just look it up later and tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. <on it>. yeah. <laughs> so, so what was um what was playing in the BCHL like? I've heard a lot of good things about Kelowna. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how different West Kelowna is from Kelowna, but I've heard I've heard a lot of different things about the BCHL. Nothing too too um, concrete, but just what yeah. was that season like and and playing in West Kelowna and all that kind of stuff. No, I absolutely I absolutely loved it out there. It was it was uh, it was crazy. Like the first day I got there, actually, funny story. Like uh, I, I got there and um, I so like you're obviously really nervous going in because you're like, oh my god, like I might be living in an absolute tin can for a building. Like, <laughs> you you, you never you never know. Like you're just like oh right. So I, uh, so the coach picks me up and he's like, oh yeah, like you're, you're, you're going to love it here. Like, it's going to be awesome. Like, and I'm just driving through the town. The town is, is so sick. Like 
it's it's probably one of the best spots to play like in the bchl for sure like um it's it's a great city and um and this we have a really nice rink and a really nice locker room and yeah so it's awesome but i i actually was driving and i drove up some like i'm driving up the hill and there's just like mansions and i ended up living in like a legit like seven million dollar house i'm like yeah i'm not i'm, I'm probably gonna like it here <laughs> like, yeah so that was that was pretty cool and compared to compared to like the ushl like ushl obviously it's a great league but it's it's pretty pretty wide open the vchl like you're you're um you're basically just hl is more obviously more like road trips and stuff like that but the bchl it's just like i said it's more wide open it's a lot of a lot more like I think skilled players and um, yeah, so it's definitely a fun league to play in. And then um, like, it's, it's just a really fun time. Like a lot of it, like I've, I met like a ton of like great guys there. Like I'll talk to you for, for like literally the rest of my life. And uh, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Like if I, if you told me to, to go back to, to last summer and make a decision, I would say I'm going back to West Cullen hundred percent. It was just, That's it was awesome. just an awesome time. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures online. This place looks sweet. Yeah, dude, literally like, the, the the city is unbelievable, Moss. Like it's it's crazy. <laughs> so did you did you get to experience? Because I've heard really good things about the summer, like the nice yeah. weather. Did you get to experience any of the nice weather when you first got there? Yeah. What it was, is it like? It was, what is it like contrasting in the in the winter? No, it was actually nuts. Like I remember it was like our first day of training camp. We had like a so we got up in the morning. We did like all like the fitness testing and stuff, which obviously wasn't fun. That was terrible. No, but, never fun. Um, yeah. And then we had like a practice after. It was just like, it wasn't even practice. It was just a like, scrimmage, like at like 12. And um, so I was kind of just like, oh, like, where are we going now? Are we just like going back to the house? And like, no, like you, you have your, you have, a, you have a pair of shorts. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, we're, uh, we're, at, we're actually going to the beach. I was like, unreal. This is sick. Yeah. So we, yeah. So like the first like month we just go, we just go rip the beach like after practice and stuff like it was sick and then um and obviously it started getting colder and like there's there's not like a ton of snow that that goes that uh goes there it's mostly just it's just like kind of like boss boston's like just cold but boston's a, like a ton like just a, like way more snow so um yeah. yeah so it was it was a lot of fun like a lot so like a lot of the guys there's actually i think like like i think there's like six or seven guys that that actually lived in west Kelowna. so we just go to their houses and hang after practice and it was it was a ton of fun like it was it was a great time that's sweet dude the the bchl is such a mystery to me i feel like i know a few people that have been up there uh-huh. but i just so what do you, what would you say hockey wise the quality of the league compared to the ushl um so i think the ushl was it was it was uh it was definitely harder to score i think the ushl is is better goalies for sure like the goalies in the ushl are are, are crazy good like um, I know like, so we, so my team, I think there was like eight teams and eight teams, like in my division in the USHL and we were, we came in like sixth place. So obviously not good. And both, <laughs> both our goalies were drafted in the NHL. <laughs> like, Dude, that's crazy. Like, like and we wow. were like, like, it was, it was nuts. Like, I'm pretty sure every goalie in the USHL, like, well, like every, I mean, every team like has like either like a drafted goalie or like on central scouting, like for, for the draft, like it's nuts. And I think the USHL is just, it's just a lot more systems. Like the BCHL, like I said, it's just more wide open. It's more just like, hey, go out there like and play. Like obviously, there's more systems like in the D zone, and uh, there's systems in the D zone like in, in the BCHL. But um, it was it was really fun. Like I think just experiencing both leagues, it was just good for good for me. And um, but yeah, I was just I just had a like I just had a lot more fun in the BCHL. Obviously, put, putting up points, and uh, you know, obviously. USHL, you probably hear a lot. It's it's like kind of just a defensive league, and 
uh, guys, it's like really hard for guys to, to put up points and stuff like that, which is really true. But yeah, it's, it's uh, both, both great leagues. So I liked it a lot. USHL, you probably get very NHL like play. Yeah. Where like the, the yeah. D men are very solid. Obviously, uh-huh. like you said, the goalies are studs. So you put up 23 points in 56 games in the USHL. Yeah. And then you put up 72 <laughs> points in 58 games. Yeah. Do you think that was, that's just a product of, the different style of play or do you think it was like you maturing? It was just combination um, of everything honestly, probably. Honestly, like I can go like back and forth on this. Like I think that being a, being a second year guy, like in junior, like helped me a ton. Like you're so like going, going to Des Moines, my, my first year, like the first couple of games, you're, you're kind of just struggling out there. You don't really, cause you're trying to catch up to, to like the pace of play. And, uh, and you're obviously, you're like you're not you're not holding the puck like for a long time. You're trying to just get the puck off your stick like as soon as possible because you don't know how much time you actually have. So, um, so I think it took me like five or ten games just just to like get my rhythm in. And then, but second year junior, like you're coming in, you're like okay, like I, I know like what the speed is gonna be like. Like I know the players and stuff like that. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. But I I think that BCHL was like there's more like I was playing with real two really good guys too. So. I played with, with uh, a kid that's going to that's going to Air Force next year, and a kid that's getting recruited by like by like a bunch of Big Ten schools. So it was it was awesome to play with those guys. And uh, but yeah, it was just it was, I think it was just the BCHL is, is more just my game where it's where obviously like I think I'm a I'm a big guy that can that that plays physical, but also I like to set people up and, and make real skilled plays and, and put the puck in the back of the net. So. Yeah, I think, I think the, the BCHL, he just likes to put the puck in the back of the net. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, so I think the BCHL was just it was. I think it was definitely more more my league, and I know a lot more Boston guys are, are going out there. Like I know there's a ton of uh, there's a ton of Sebs kids going to Victoria next year, so they should be stacked. But uh, there you go. nice. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's more trendy to go to the BCHL now, and obviously because you're talking to guys and, and they had a blast, and it's it's one of the best best years of hockey I've ever had. So yeah, it was it was, it was awesome. Nice, dude. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. So, Muzz, you, you kind of wrote down here um, the angel angel draft process. Um, Mike, did you did you kind of have any conversations with scouts either last year or this year, and, and uh-huh. kind of just talk, go go through that maybe that, that entire process of of maybe having having a chip on your shoulder because of you know being passed over? Yeah. So obviously, um, so obviously this this year is like my third my third year eligible. So. Uh, there's obviously a chance like I could get picked um, in the draft, but I've talked to a, a few teams uh, this year, so uh, obviously I'll be watching the draft. Maybe I'll eat, I'll be, I'll be some ice cream like Tim Harrison. That's, that's, there you that's go. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that's great. But yeah, so first for first and second year, uh, I didn't expect to be drafted at all. But obviously, when you're um, when when you're just like when you're training in the gym or skating, you're obviously thinking about that stuff. And um, actually, funny story was. Uh, was that when I was at Winston in my junior year, I was talking to a lot of USHL scouts and I ended up getting passed over in that draft. It was, and like all my buddies ended up getting picked like on the team. So it was like the worst. I was just like, fuck, oh, this is brutal. Like, yeah, like my four best friends. So there, I, I'm like, my friend group was, was like five kids. It was me, uh, the kid, John Malaire, who's going to Providence, Ben Thomas, who's, who's not committed anywhere right now. And then, uh, Matt Fawcett and who's going to Quinnipiac next year and they ended up all getting picked and I was like oh this is brutal like, I didn't end up getting picked so that summer was actually the summer where, where I went to Boothby and I trained with you guys and I thought I thought it was like 
the best thing for me. I went in, I had a chip in my shoulder and I ended up going to Winston my senior year and having a really good year and ended up getting picked by Des Moines in the draft. So yeah, I think the, just battling that adversity, um, you know, I've obviously overcame adversity before. So I think that if I don't end up getting picked this summer, it'll just be, um, I'll be fine. And I'm, I'm really just worried about just uh, producing at BC and ended up just, I know because obviously a ton of guys are, are uh, signing free agent deals like out of college right now. So I'm not too worried. Yeah. About it. yeah. Dude, look Absolutely. at, I mean, look at Rooney. Rooney yeah, went from exactly, yeah. Providence being a captain, like never drafted. And then he was signed an A deal. And now all of a sudden he's making big money in the show. Yeah, it exactly. will be next year. So, I mean, dude, I didn't even realize you put up 54 points in 28 games at Winchester at senior year. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to take credit for your success, but I, I do think that maybe like five to 10 percent. Yeah, must for sure. Attributed to me. Obviously, uh, obviously the boys just just uh, chirping each other before workouts, before and after it was. How about how about Thomas? Just absolutely feeding <laughs> ripping into you, dude. I texted Timmy and Rooney uh, yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, Mikey's coming on the pod tomorrow. What do we have to talk about?" And that was the first thing they said. They were like, "How about Thomas just ripping him apart that one summer? <laughs> Only a couple times, but dude, dude, it, oh, it, that was awesome. It was so dude, funny. I remember, you guys, I remember, you guys, need, you guys need to like tell the story a little, a little bit more in, in depth here. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell the story. Like it was, yeah. it was nuts. So like, I, I get there. My first summer, I don't know any. I think I so the only kid I knew was was John Barry, who was at Pro, he was playing at Northeastern. Now he plays at Providence. He was like a really good family friend of mine. So he was like, "Yeah, come out, come work out with me." Like it's awesome. There's a lot of good guys there. So I was like, "Okay, like great." I showed up and I didn't know anyone. I was just like the 17 year old, like trained with all these like unreal guys. And it's like, dude, this is this is like not this is not it at all. This is like <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. But then I ended up being I know Muzz, obviously great guy. I was like talking so talking to me before workouts and obviously talking to harry and, and runes and so i got to know all those guys and then um so yeah i so i'm pretty sure there was a workout it was like midsummer and thomas was just like not in a great not in a great mood like that day and i think i showed up like five minutes late which is like a huge no-no like yeah. yeah so he was obviously pretty pretty pissed about that and then i remember i was like doing a push-up and he was like mikey like what the hell is that? Like, he just <laughs> ripped me, like, and every, everyone's like, oh, and he was ripping me for like 20 minutes, man. Like, I was like, like, do I leave or like, what do I do? Thomas is the most easygoing guy in the entire world. <laughs> like, I've never seen him raise his voice. And it was like, he went in with the intention that day of making Mikey's life absolutely miserable. <laughs> he was like, it, was, it was crazy. Like, he was like, um, like, and I remember, I remember like, at, like, I was like, so I did the push up, I did it wrong, he ripped me. And then, so like the next set, I'm like, okay, like I gotta do these push-ups. Good. This guy's like right in my face, like do it, do it. I just in my face, but I'm like, oh my, this is brutal, dude. Like, well, it was. It's good though because like you're younger, so like we've kind of we were a little more like yeah. we're out of college and uh-huh. like you know we're we're kind of doing our thing. And I think he knows like you had a lot of potential and he wanted to get on you and he yeah. wants to see you produce no, for sure. And like I, I like I, it's such kind of funny like before every it was like. Like after my last workout of the summer, he's always like, "Hey man, like, like, like I only I only get on you because I care about you. Like I want you to do really well. Like, and, and obviously it, it it feels good. You know, he's a a really good trainer, and I think he's he's definitely like the best around. Like he cares so much. Like yeah, and um, you know, like he he like it was actually kind of cool. Like I, I get like random texts from him like during the season, like, "Hey Mikey, like saw you had like a like a three point night, like awesome stuff. Like he he like he he like keeps track of like his players and." Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's awesome. And like, you know, I've 
I, I've been do, I've been going to him for the past like couple weeks, and he's he hasn't ripped me once, so it's it's been yeah, pretty that's good. good. Yeah, you're the veteran now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, right. literally, I'm literally vet. Like yeah, Maz is Maz isn't there. Like Runes and Timmy aren't there right, right now. now. So yeah, it's uh, I'm definitely a vet, but yeah, it's it's been really good. It's uh, but yeah, obviously. That group that summer was was an uh, was just a great time, and uh, hopefully we can we, we can definitely get the crew back sometime. Yeah, I'm gonna miss that, dude. I have been going into Boothby like in the afternoon. When I say afternoon, like five thirty, because I got I got work now. Yeah, dude. It's a different lifestyle. Yeah, literally. so we should definitely go to the range or something. What are you twenty? Uh, yeah, twenty. So. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that when the time is appropriate. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. It's funny, uh, it's funny getting ripped by a strength coach, though, because it's, it's different than getting ripped, like, on the ice. You're just kind of like, all right, whatever. You mm-hmm. kind of, like, go away. But you're in, like, this confined space. Like, so uh, we, we had the strength coach at Babson, uh, Coach Saints here, and he's, like, he's not an in-your-face kind of guy, but he's just, like, really high energy. Uh-huh. And, and one time we're doing – I don't even know what to, how to explain these, but it's, like, you're laying on your side on a bench, uh-huh. and you're, like, you're like, you're like kind of, like, doing oblique twists so like your ear is trying to like touch the ground right right and you have like a a, a weight on your um in your hands and he's like he's like touch your head to touch your head to the ground touch your head to the ground he's like watch me do that and i'm not touching my head to the ground because it's physically impossible from how high the bench yeah. is he's like touch your head to the ground i said i'm like dude that's impossible I can't he goes if you can't do it then get out of here and i'm like i'm not leaving like tell me something that's physically Literally impossible not. to yeah. do he goes, don't talk back to me. And I'm like, fine. It's like walked away. I'm like, I've never fought with somebody in the gym before. Oh, this guy, gosh. he was like, and he was like, hey, sorry about that. I was just getting a little too intense. I'm like, no, dude, it's cool. He's like, I love the way you reacted. Like, fight back, fight back. I'm like, you, you're on the verge of killing me. Yeah. But anyway, it's just, it's just he's weird. an intimidating guy in too. Saint Sears, a he's a built boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was, it was funny looking back at like, like now. But it was weird getting ripped like, in the in the way. No, it's it's, yeah. it's definitely it's, it's good, definitely though. worse. It's definitely worse getting ripped. Uh, in the weight room than than on the ice. The ice is you're like you're kind of like okay like I have next shift like but like when you get ripped in the weight room like that trainer is like gonna be on you like that whole that whole time like and yeah, yeah it's squat harder next time yeah All right, geez. exactly Sorry. so yeah but it's definitely good like uh for trainers obviously to do that like if you're if you're doing something wrong you should be should, should be definitely be uh, be getting told that so yeah it's it's obviously it's it's tough because you know when I was getting ripped it was in front of like. It was in front of like ten guys that were all playing really high end hockey. So you're just like shit. Like this is, this is not good. But yeah, it was. Uh, here I am. Just here I'm just getting yelled at. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey. So back to the NHL scouts. Just for like, I don't want to like harp on it too much. Yeah. So this this so this is your third year eligible. Yeah. And for this, I've never really understood this. Uh-huh. Or I guess I've just never looked in depth enough. How how long can you be eligible for? So how many yeah, so you, seasons? Yeah. So you can be eligible for three seasons, and then. Um, yeah, so yeah, so you're literally eligible for three seasons, and then after you can just either sign a free agent contract or, or so, yeah, something like that. So yeah, you can only be eligible for three seasons. So, so so this is my last year. So how how many guys that are like third year eligible are getting drafted? It's not a lot. No, right? not a lot. Yeah, but there's I know there's a guy last year in the BCHL. His name's Jasper Weatherby. He's at uh he's at North Dakota right now. I think he had like I think he had like seventy five points in the BCHL, and he got drafted like in the fourth round. Wow. All right, so this is like what I was gonna say is for you are the textbook guy that that like if anybody's gonna get drafted as a third year guy, it's gonna be you. Yeah, you know what I mean. You put up seventy two points this year. It's like okay, this kid's a late bloomer. He just committed to BC. We don't want to miss out on him. We're gonna take him. 
right? I mean, I don't want to, you know, get the wheel spinning too much <laughs> yeah. for you, but no, yeah, I mean, like, the, I think, I'm sure you're thinking that. Yeah, the, call I, some scouts, must fucking put <laughs> a good word here. No, yeah, no, we'll no, see who I know. Yeah, yeah, the biggest thing for me was like, I was like, before the season started, I was like, you know what, like, this is like my last year of junior. Like, I want to be able to go to a dev camp by the end of summer, and mm-hmm. um, it was crazy. Like, um, I ended up talking to scouts, uh, NHL scouts, like after the season ended, and a couple of them already invited me to to their dev camp already. And let's go. That's yeah, awesome. So. That was that was the biggest thing for me, and like, obviously it would be really cool to, to get drafted. But yeah, I mean, you, you look you look at guys like in, in the NHL right now, like Aston Reese, Ruins, like guys like the guys like that are signing free agent deals like out of college. So, you know, obviously it wouldn't be the worst thing for me to to not get drafted, and obviously have a chip on my shoulder for my freshman year. And and uh, yeah, so that's that's the biggest thing is just uh, going to BC uh, and, and try to play as well as possible. So yeah, it's such so, a crapshoot too. Like it's. Sorry, Muzz, but obviously some some eighteen year olds are just absolute studs, and you know you know that they're yeah. you know built built for that game. But I mean, a lot of kids in are eighteen, like just me and Muzz personally. I mean, like we weren't we weren't the hockey players that we ended up being at all yeah. close to that when we were eighteen. So it's like it's all about worrying about like the here and now. And just, mm-hmm. if you if you play your game and you dominate in college, like someone's gonna want you eventually. So yeah, I mean, like, obviously it'd be cool to get drafted. You know, that'd be a really cool goal to kind of have achieved. But you know, all that matters is that you start playing well. You know, now. You yeah, know, absolutely. So. Yeah, and I think there's a big benefit to being a late bloomer. It's like uh-huh. kind of you ended up going to BC. I mean, you waited till, you know, maybe you don't want to call it the last minute, but because you waited it out and you said, okay, I'm 20 years old, a team like BC is going to say, okay, this is a 20-year-old kid who's developed. He just had a sick year in the BCHL. We're going to take him. So it worked out awesome for you. Yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. Like, uh, so, like, my recruiting class next year is actually, like, really good. We have the kid uh, – the kid Matt Boldy, who who played at Dexter, but now he's with USA. He's supposed to go first round uh, forward. The kid Newhook in the BCHL, he played for, for, for Victoria. He's supposed to go first round, and then me for forwards. And then it's uh, the kid Drew Hellison from NTDP and the kid Marshall Warren from NTDP. That they're supposed uh, they're supposed to go like either from like round four to seven. And then the kid Spencer Knight, the goalie, who's supposed to be gross. Like yeah, I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's supposed to go like first round for a goalie. So. Um, and actually kind of funny, like all those kids are like literally like 17 turning 18 right now. And I'm 20 Crazy. years old. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but dude, you're there. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. You yeah, know? exactly. But yeah, so all those kids are like true freshmen. Just like, and I'm just like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm 20 turning 21. <laughs> like what's going on? But, yeah. I'll tell you though, dude, being 20, I was 20 turning 21 my freshman year of college. I wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah. You're was- more, you're more mature. You're more ready for the spotlight. Uh-huh. Not that the spotlight was on us at Babson, but that's <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I mean, but I mean like you'll be able to handle the workload and you just you've been through more like yeah, you've been through sure. the BCHL grind you've been through the USHL grind you're just you know that much older that much more mature so yeah, I mean, I you take that as a positive and you say this is why you know it's great for me and you know it's, it can be great for you in a different way yeah I couldn't even imagine man like going from my like, prep school to right like right to college like that jump it would be it's like the the jump from like co- the jump from prep school to USHL was nuts like I couldn't even imagine the jump from prep school mm-hmm. to to college like it's it's crazy and especially like, like just just like you said just like maturing like I was obviously a little immature like, at, at prep school and and just uh, playing like in Iowa and like in British Columbia like you, you kind of just like grow up and uh, obviously mature like a lot so yeah I mean it's I think it was definitely better for me you know I, I matured a lot and. Uh, I think I'm a, obviously a different player than I was my senior year in high school and obviously just a uh, different person as well. That a boy. And then so 
what about the the, the wow the development <laughs> camps <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so does that do the development camps depend on? So if you get drafted, obviously you go to that development camp. Yeah, ninety nine point nine percent. If not, how many development camps can you go to? So you said you got invited to some already. You could you could hammer a couple back to back, right? No, yeah. So I think the biggest thing was um, I actually I committed to one. So I, I committed to Boston already for this summer. Oh, that's sick. yeah. So um, I was like, okay, so if I end up not getting drafted, like. Uh, it's kind of just like a no brainer. Like I don't, I don't have to travel anywhere. I can just, uh, obviously I think we stay in like a hotel or something in Boston, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty close to home and, uh, my parents will be able to, to come out and see some, some games and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of just like a, a no brainer. And, uh, but yeah, I, I committed them already for, for, uh, to all the camp. So yeah, I'm only going to go to one this summer. If I, if I don't end up, I mean, yeah, if I end up getting picked, I'm going to go to the development camp, but if I don't, I'm only going to go to Boston. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you say that now, and then it's you don't want to you don't want to knock any like if somebody else is like, hey, we got camp the next week, uh-huh. we want you to come and like showcase yourself. What what would your reason be to saying no to that? Just because you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself? No, or no, what? no. I think uh, I mean, obviously, I think I think a lot of the development camps, man, are like around the same time. That's like the biggest they are, thing. but it's like a three week stretch because I know guys that have gone to two. <clears throat> Okay. In yeah. the same, like I, one of the kids that I went to camp with in Tampa went right to the Kings camp after, and he ended up signing with the Kings. I think it was the Kings. Really? But yeah. it's so it's possible. I'm just I'm just saying, like you might you know keep your options open. Yeah, right? for and sure. Yeah, couldn't I mean, hurt. Yeah. So I mean, that's uh, <clears throat> I think I think the I'm not sure when the Boston camp is. They haven't like re- they haven't like I don't think any of them have came out with a schedule yet. So that's the the biggest thing was uh, I think they come out with a schedule for their development camp like a couple weeks like before the draft. So yeah, that would be yeah. huge if I ended up going to two. So that'd be really cool. That would yeah. be awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. We have uh if only I, I could go I could have gone to one development camp. But anyway, <laughs> um so a couple more topics before we wrap up here. Um so I was talking to Blackie, Ryan Black Batson <laughs> about about some about some funny stories and he, yeah. he gave me a he, he gave me a couple but I want you to kinda expand on them. He told me um, you're gonna have a ton of stories about um, Monies, M-O-N-I-Z, <laughs> and, he, and he 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 wanted me to, to have you tell your uh, your favorite story about that. Oh, okay, yeah. So obviously there's there's a ton, and this kid was he he's he's literally your typical goalie. No offense, Maz. Uh, <laughs> Not taken. Yeah. Um, he was just an absolute goofball. Like this kid, I remember, I think he was so it was my senior year. He was at Pingree, and I think he did. He he came in for his junior year, my senior year. So. Uh, we first got here and he, we first got there and uh, we um, so I remember we had like a hockey table and for like lunch and dinner and stuff like that. And like this kid would say some like ob- say some like obnoxious stuff. We like didn't even know who he was. We're like, who who is this kid? Like, <laughs> and um, so, yeah, my my favorite story was so this kid, like all time grease ball. <laughs> like, like, literally, like, so this kid would literally shower like once a week. Like it, it was, it was, un- it, was <laughs> it was unbelievable. Like shower once a week, and um, so we would always hit chirp for. And this is the like the best story. Like I, I bet you, if, if any winch guys are listening to this, they're gonna cry laughing. But um, so we, so we had for, we had formal dinners at winch. Um, so that that's basically like the whole school goes to the dining hall. Like we're we're all like in our suits. The girls are dressing up nice, and you obviously want to look good. Like you want to like impress some some girls for sure, and, and you want to <laughs> yep. like look good and. So uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a Monday and we, uh, we had like a really hard practice. Like we, we, we were getting back. I think we'd lost on Saturday. So 
we had uh we had like a really tough practice and so we're all like we're all dying after we're like okay like we'll take a shower like we'll, like go, like throw on our suit and we'll head over to the dining hall and this kid literally gets off the ice dripping in sweat takes off his gear and throws on his suit no shower <laughs> oh no 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 shower throws on his suit yikes we're like dude what are you doing and like this kid literally was like dude like i don't need to take a shower like i, I i'm fine i don't smell bad we're like dude you are you're insane <laughs> like 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 literally like unbelievable like we were all, we were all like just like what is going on like, oh no dude that's so disgusting like, I, I can't even imagine throwing on a suit after like a like a legit bag skate practice like it was it was nuts like I, dude yeah, I, i'm playing awful. playing men's league right now and like <laughs> Half of our team doesn't shower after the game. Not to put anybody on blast. I won't mention any names. <laughs> but I'm like, how do you get back into your clothes after you just played an hour? Dude, of hockey? It, but like, wait, are you playing it? You playing at Pilgrim? Where are you? Where are you playing? Uh, it's like all over. We actually, I have a game tonight, and it's at Pilgrim. But usually, it's in like Canton or okay, yeah, the Milton Academy arena. Right, so, so like, if you're if you're playing at Pilgrim, I think it's okay not to take a shower because those. Those showers are are off. Scorching. Or literally, like I, I don't think I've ever been clean after a shower like that rink <laughs> before in my life. But yeah, like, that's like, true. But so like, yeah. yeah, I think I think there's there's some rinks that are that are like questionable. Like, okay, like, those showers are are be- but like our but our rink in Winston, it was like the showers were like were really nice. So like there's just no excuse for this kid not to like shower <laughs> after practice. Like it was not. So yeah, we'd always we chirped him for that for a, for a long time. There's there's a lot of stories, but yeah, that's. Probably, there's probably, always probably that one kid. Fun. There's always that one guy. That's there's though, but like even even to your point, there's some there's some there are really disgusting like locker rooms and showers and stuff. Yeah, but, true. Um, for me, I just oh even if I, if I didn't have soap, I just always need to like just rinse myself. Oh, ab- like, absolutely. You're not yeah. clean, but like just you, it's like peace of mind thing. Like no one like I hopped in the shower. It could have been freezing cold water <laughs> for ten seconds. But yeah, yeah some really. of, some of the showers you go into, you're like, man, there's some disgusting stuff in this shower right yeah, now. It's great. Do you guys do you guys wear flip flops in the shower? Um, I, I actually never did. And then I was like, okay, like, I gotta, cause like a lot of kids on my team, uh, in juniors, like a lot of kids like did it and they're like, dude, like you're disgusting for not wearing flip flops. And like, I was like, yeah, that actually is kind of true. Like, so yeah, I, I actually ended up wearing them, but like, so the team would give us like, would give us like CCM flip flops. So I just wear those, but yeah, I, I never did like in high school and stuff, but like now I do. But like, because a lot of guys. Oh, you cut, are you cutting out, Timmy? Do you hear? Is he cutting out? No, he's good. I can hear him. Or am I cutting out? You're cutting out. Yeah, you're, you're cutting out, man. <laughs> Hold on, there. Mikey. Hold on. Mikey. All good. All good. All right. Do you guys? Do you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. can you hear us? Okay. Yeah. Did Did Mike cut out at all, or did, was that nope. just for me? Nope. No one okay. cut out. That's probably just me. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, all right. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Sorry, speaking boys. of that, we um. We, we always ask our guests a would you rather question and uh-huh. we've gotten a couple of requests to change it up. So I, I have a new one. Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't um, check with Muzz, but I'm just going to let it ride anyway. Yeah. Wow. Rude. Okay. <laughs> Mikey, would you rather have bad breath or smelly feet? Oh, this is so easy. What do you mean? Oh, so easy. Um, I think, I think smelly feet. No doubt. Yeah. Cause like bad breath is, is like if you're if you have like smelly feet like like in the fall or the winter you're always like rocking shoes and stuff like that so right and like bad breath is you're you have that like all year long so I think that's 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 definitely an easy question. I mean, yeah, I think I think it's easier to say smelly feet, but to play and I'm gonna say smelly feet too, but to play devil's advocate, like people in a room, no matter how close you are, can smell your smelly feet. <laughs> Not everyone can smell your stinky breath. Only the person next to you. So it's like yeah, say that's that true. person, that's doesn't, true, say that person yeah. doesn't care. 
and you can and you can always chew gum if you need to too. So yeah, that is true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> a little a little devil's advocate for you, but yeah. um, Muzz, I don't know if you have anything else. I think the last topic that we had just on the on the um kind of what's happening right now is the NHL playoffs are are kicking off, not kicking off, but have, have played a couple games. Do you? I'm assuming you're a Bruins fan. Do you think they've they've you know got their hands full with the Leafs? Do you think they're going to pull it out? And just your overall predictions for the rest of the playoffs? Yeah, I've um obviously there's there's some crazy scores like. Uh, obviously, the Islanders are up three zero on on Pittsburgh, and and there's some other, other like obviously it's, there's some other crazy scores too. Tampa, yeah, Tampa, Tampa yeah. Is, is yeah. So the, yeah, they're down three zero, right? Are, yeah, are, yeah, right? yeah. So that's crazy too. And but I think that um, so yeah, obviously Toronto's two one on Boston, and but I think that I I think honestly I think Boston will will, will take will take the next game will be two two. But uh, I think it's so hard to to play in, like in Toronto and obviously it's, it's so hard to play in Boston too. It's, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah. but I, like Toronto is, is so good. Like they, they're like, their depth on forwards is crazy. Like it's, it's nuts. And like their goalie is, is doing really well right now. Anderson. So I think he looks, sick. Playing well. he looks so good right now. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I think it's anyone's game to be honest. So how do you feel about Tuka Rask? Oh, uh, <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I no, I'm, I'm, only make, I'm only I'm only making that noise because I know Muzz is really like rattled about about the current topic. So go ahead. Mike. I, I, don't, I don't. Honest opinion. I I honestly don't mind him right now. I, I think he. I thought he played like in game one. Like we played so bad. Like he it wasn't his fault at all. But game Couldn't two, more. we started playing really physical and started playing like like we started playing our game and we beat them. And then yesterday, I didn't watch it the whole game, but. I don't think like I saw the I saw the goals. I don't think they were like his fault. Like they're like Matthews' goals was was not his fault. And then uh, there's a couple of, like snipes. But yeah, I, I mean, obviously like, to to win the Stanley Cup, you need a really good goalie. So uh, yeah, this isn't the episode for me to go off on the Tuka Rask thing. Yeah, and we're gonna get. I've been arguing with Nick Taz about it. I don't know if you know Nick Taz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. You know yeah, Taz yeah. actually, right? Uh-huh. You, did you play militia at all? Yeah, I played growing up. I played in, like a few tournaments, like pre-draft and stuff like that with him. So me, me and him go toe to toe, like. <laughs> And Shane Anderson's jumping in, like, all these guys uh-huh. that are, like, telling me Tuka Rask is just crap. <laughs> like, dude, you don't know how good you have it. This guy's a stud. And just because he doesn't let in zero goals every game, they're like, oh, he let in another goal. I'm like, yeah, they, it was a three-to-two game. What do you expect? Yeah. Anyways, that's not the point. But yep. Yep. What, do you, right. what do you think about Tampa? Do you think Tampa comes back? Um, I think if anyone comes back, it's them. Because they're like, – obviously, yeah. they're, they're the best team in the league. And um, But – Getting Cooch back. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Columbus is playing so good right now. Like you, with, with they look sick. And, and did, did you guys see the the interview, like the the video on Twitter with like Torts just ripping them, like after after the period one, and they come up and score and, and like and win the game. That, that first they're just one. terrified. Yeah, really, yeah, they're it was, terrified. It's crazy, but yeah, I think uh, I I think that Columbus will will, will end up winning the series. Yeah, I I think it's tough to uh, yeah three zero. I I would probably guess right now Columbus is going to win the series too, and unfortunately. I have Tampa winning the Stanley Cup in my NHL bracket challenge thing. Uh-huh. So, and Timmy hasn't gone to the finals. So <laughs> that's, that's tough. So, tough too. <laughs> I know we're going we're gonna to touch on the playoffs um, a little bit later too. But I was saying to a couple of people uh, before this interview that Columbus needs to win tonight because if they don't win tonight, Tampa goes back home with a little momentum, and then God forbid they win Game Five and then they go back to Columbus. Columbus is feeling so much pressure. So yeah, true, I think if true. I think if Tampa wins tonight, it goes six, and if it if it if it goes seven, Tampa's taking it. So like you said, if there's any team that can do it, it's Tampa. Yep. But I'm saying yeah. this, and they haven't won a game yet, so they need to you know start one yeah. time. So yeah, I think it's yeah, I think Columbus definitely has to has to win tonight to just to kind of seal it up. But yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully they end up doing it for sure. 
Exactly. Exactly. Always, always good to see some upsets. So, uh, Muzz, do you have anything else you want to touch on? No, that's it. Thanks for coming on, dude. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, no problem. I had a great time with the boys. Absolutely. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. It was. It's you know, it was great to get your story out, and um, and awesome to hear you kind of taking the taking the risk to decommit and end up working out and going to BC. So, right. um, you know, best of luck and and uh, and good luck at your first at your first college class in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm sure you'll you. do. I'm sure you'll do fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Seriously, that's wild. Yeah. All the best, dude. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That interview was brought to you by State and Liberty. State and Liberty was founded to develop the perfect dress shirt for athletes. Off-the-rack dress shirts are made for the masses, not for somebody with an athletic build. They provide more room in the upper body with an extremely tailored waist, catering to those with a V-shaped body type. Not only are these shirts stretchy and comfy, but they're crazy low maintenance. The shirts are wrinkle-free, machine washable, and hang dry in about 20 minutes. Guys, I am not kidding. I heard nothing but great stuff about this company, and I finally went in and got myself a dress shirt and a peacoat. They are my two favorite clothing items in my closet right now. If you've never shopped at them before, head over to stateandliberty.com and use our promo code POSTGAMESHAKE for 10% off today. Do it. That was our interview with Boston College Hockey Commit, Mikey Hardman. Uh, I had a great time interviewing him. He's awesome. Timmy, what'd you think? Great kid. It was, uh, it was great hearing the story. I know every, every time we kind of mentioned how, how cool it is to have these kids share their stories and, and his is no different. Um, taking a chance and, and decommitting like we talked about and, and getting to go to his technically his second dream school in BC after BU. But I know he's, I know he's fired up to go there and, and it seems like he's, he's, you know, excited to, to get things going. It's funny though, taking that, taking a summer class is, is a little intimidating. We, we've been there after not, after not being in school for a couple of years. So I know that's uh that'll be good to kind of get, get one under him and get his, and get his feet going for the actual semester to start in the fall. Yeah. It was cool to get like a younger perspective. So we're, especially just in this podcast in general, we're trying to get a real broad range of stuff specifically between sports, but it's also good to get the younger, more, uh, I don't know what, like, like recruiting story type, uh, whatever you want to call that, but, uh, he was awesome too. And he, he's a younger kid. And like, we were just, me and Timmy were just saying that it's probably pretty good practice for him. So, you know, he gets a little bit out of it. We get a lot out of it. it I, I thought it went great. Yeah. Mikey, you're welcome. But, um, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so the last kind of topics we want to touch on are the NHL playoffs. Let's, let's just kind of run through those really quickly. We're going to do a little bit of a, a brief kind of recap what you're thinking for the series. So first up Vegas plays San Jose tonight, Vegas up two to one. I think Vegas looks really good. They got some, some, probably two of the best complete lines in hockey. If you're going to just go one through six with um, and Mark Stone coming over in the trade and, and Paul Stasi and Pacioretty, I think Vegas takes it again tonight. They're, they're just, they, they just look too good right now. Yeah. I picked the Sharks to win the series. The Sharks are a really good team, dude. I, I honestly don't, you don't want to blame it on goaltending as a goaltender, but the goaltending needs to be a little bit better. And that's like a whole season long thing for them. Uh, I mean, Martin Jones is a really good goalie, and if, if he can pull it together in these these few games, they have a chance. But if not, Vegas is a team. Either one of these teams is a team that could make a run. I think San Jose ties it up, and then we'll see from there. Okay. Next up, St. St. Louis at Winnipeg. So St. Louis went up and uh, went up to Winnipeg and won both games on the on the road. They then came home and lost last um, in Game Three to Winnipeg. Winnipeg's hot. You got Line going. Got all those guys going. I think Hellebuck has been. Very, very below average. I think, you know, they finally got to Bennington. I think Winnipeg ties it up and, and goes back home 2-2. What do you think? I think so, too. Honestly, of all the series, I have no grasp on this. And I don't know if it's because I'm not a big Jets fan or 
I, I really don't know. I think Bennington's a great goalie, but he's young. I, I honestly, I, I'm staying out of this one. I think my guess is the Jets take the series, but yeah, I have no confidence in my pick there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next up are probably the two most surprising ones. First off, Tampa Bay down three out of Columbus. They have Game Four tonight in Columbus. We just kind of mentioned that I think. Um, Columbus is obviously feeling themselves right now. That uh, Tampa doesn't have Hedman. They get Kucherov back tonight. I think they get they, they get one and, and head back home down three one. And then after that, it's it's kind of a crapshoot. What do you think for tonight? I think unfortunately, this when everybody's listening to this, they're already going to know what happened. Yep. So I'm going to pick Tampa as well. I don't think there's you can't have how many wins do they have? Sixty two. You can't have sixty two wins and get swept oh. by. They lost, Columbus. Yeah, they lost 14 games all, all season in regulation, and they're going to lose four straight. I just don't think that's going to happen. I'm not saying they're they're going to come back to win the series. I just think they have to win at least one of these of these four games, right? So and and I thought they were going to win the second game, and I thought they were going to win the third game. Yeah, so exactly. I would say desperation. Kucherov is back. I think they went big, like five to one. Wow. And I think it's going to change the momentum a little bit. Wow. Yeah, I think Vasilevsky's going to step it up. Uh, but we will see. So when this when this airs tomorrow, we're gonna know if the, the series is over. The season is over for the Bolts, or if they're gonna you know keep that Stanley Cup dream alive. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how smart our uh, our prognosticators. Jeez, uh, yeah. So, my, and for the love of God, for my bracket, please. I know. I need these guys. Keep to you, win a keep you alive here. a little bit a little bit longer. You're kind of dragging. Yeah. On. And uh, next up tonight is the sec- probably the second most surprising series, and that is New York. Islanders up 3-0 against Pittsburgh. I think this is kind of back to the same thing about about Tampa. But then this one's in Pittsburgh, so uh, they don't have to go on the road. But I think they're too good of a team to lose four straight to the Islanders. But I mean, the Islanders have debatably outplayed them all three games. I think Pittsburgh gets it back tonight and and sends it to you know back to the Island um, down three one. What do you think? I mean, this one's tough because New York is the higher seed, right? The Islanders were a two seed and the Penguins were a three seed. Yep. So it's very it's very different than the Tampa Bay series, where the Tampa Bay series is like it's it's David versus Goliath. This is like the the better team this season is winning, and I actually based off the way the games have gone, I wouldn't be surprised if they get swept. And I picked the Penguins to win the series. And I no offense to Caitlin and the Sullivans, obviously she wasn't too happy with our picks there, but I don't know. New York looks really good. It looks like just a lot of years of pent-up frustration of not being in the playoffs and, you know, not being able to put it together. I don't know. They seem like they're rolling. They might be a tough team to beat. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, I, I just think they're, they're too good to get swept. Obviously, really good teams get swept every year. Uh, but that, that, that isn't to say that this, it's going to happen tonight. Um, yeah, I, Matt Murray needs to show I, up. I, I thought out the Islanders were going to win the series from the beginning, and I still think they do. But I, I think Pittsburgh kind of, you know, for pride's sake and – and they're, they're just too good of a team. You can't keep Sidney Crosby off the score sheet four games in a row, can you? They, they, they've done it three. I think he kind of gets going tonight and, and makes it a series. And then to kind of just, just continue through, um, we talked about Boston, Toronto. I'm assuming you think Boston gets back on track. I think they do win game two. I think this game, this series is destined for seven games. Whether Toronto wins or not, I don't know. But I think Boston gets it back to, to Boston uh, tied 2-2. Yeah, just retweet. That's whatever you just said awesome. is exactly how I feel. So. Uh, Nashville, Dallas is next up. Nashville won a close game last night in Dallas to go up two to one. Now these games are on Wednesday, uh, including the Boston Toronto game. I think this one's destined for six, seven games as well. I think Dallas played really well at home last night. I think they get get back and make it two two as well. And then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through mine so you can you, you can run through yours. Calgary at Colorado. This is a topic we're gonna touch on after we're done rolling through the playoffs with, with the Kale McCarr effect. Um, Colorado's playing out of their mind right now, and, and I. I 
I didn't think they had a chance to win the series to begin with. Now I think they do, and maybe that's just the hope that they're going to snatch away from me. I think Calgary's too good. I think they tie it up 2-2. And the last but not least, Washington at Carolina. I think I think Carolina, you kind of kind of woke up the bear by getting them get, getting them rolling and scoring five on Hopi last night. I think they also even it back up and go two two. I'm just kind of picking all the all the easy all the easy you know games to to make it even. But uh, what do you think on those remaining three series, Muzz? So I'll go snake order. What you just did. I don't think the Capitals are going to have to worry about the Hurricanes. I I understand like you know they're actually playing better than I thought they were going to play. I wouldn't be surprised if what it's two to one right now. I wouldn't be surprised if it was four to one. Yep. Yeah. So I moving on from that. Um. What was the other? I think so. Then I'm bouncing around here, but I think Nashville takes the series. I don't see. I don't know. I just don't see Dallas. Ben Bishop is. I don't know. He's he's big. I've never been a big Ben Bishop guy. I think that Dallas is really good, and I mean, sorry. I think that Nashville's really good, and and Pecorino is probably the best goaltender in the NHL uh, on like an all around level. So I'm putting my money on him all day. And then what was the other series that I just? Oh, oh yeah, Colorado. Yeah. I think, dude, Colorado looks sick and. Timmy, you being a Colorado fan, you've got to be pumped. I haven't had a chance to watch any of these games with you. I know how pumped you were for Makar scoring his first goal last night. Dude, with Makar on the blue line, like he's already running the second power play unit. Yeah, so so he – let's just roll right into that topic. I know we, I want to touch on it quickly, but just imagine being this kid, right? Like like this is a dream somebody has. He he commits to UMass. He's, he's, a, he's an Alberta native, so we're from Calgary as as a kid growing up. Committed to UMass out of, out of the uh, out of the AJ was a late bloomer. Stayed committed to UMass when all these other teams came knocking. Um, was the seventh defenseman for the World Junior Championships in for Canada last year. Um, they kind of had him plan every now and then. Ended up making the all tournament team, and then this year, pretty much carries his team. There are a lot of other good players in UMass. I get that, but carries his team to the to the Frozen Four in the net in the uh, in the national championship game. And then the day after, signs in the NHL and is playing Game Three in the playoffs and scores his first goal in a six to two win like that he's like living a legitimate dream that kids have every day it's just crazy that's like a story you make up in the driveway while you're shooting pucks on an empty net like when you're in fourth grade like that's like a book you write and you get like a you know a 10 out of 10 because hey nice creativity but that's just not realistic but like it happens. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly no that's such a good way to put it yeah the teacher's like hey listen we need to set some realistic expectations and then he, this kid goes out and he does it i mean i don't know how what is he 19 20 yeah and i just I was uh, so we kind of got after yesterday for the marathon, which is the topic we want to cover last, uh, last but not least, the Boston Marathon yesterday. But um, and everyone in my house was was in bed or dead from the marathon. <laughs> and um, I'm watching this Colorado game, and, and like McKinnon is already you know just this crazy player. But watching him play, and then McCarr is also dynamic. And he, they were scoring these goals, and I'm like laughing out loud, like they're scoring highlight real goals in the playoffs. And I'm like, this is crazy. And no one was there to witness it with me. I'm like, man, I really wish I had some friends watching this game with me right now. Yeah, I, I only saw the highlights, but they were pretty electric. Yeah, so I mean, really, really pumped that the, so the same thing happened with them in the draft lottery two years ago, where they were the worst thing in the league by far. They ended up getting getting jumped three spots and drafted fourth, and they got Cal McCarr fourth. So, um, who was taken in front of him? Not to put you on the spot, if you don't know, it was it was Nico Heischer of the Devils. You know, good player. Nolan good Patrick player. of the of the Flyers. I think the jury's still out on him. Um, he's also you know also a very good player. And then and then now uh, um, Haskinen for the for the Stars. He was very good as well. Just solid stay at home D man has has some has some rush abilities. But I mean, Kamalkar had a almost had a breakaway yesterday because he just got up in the rush so fast and um, very very exciting time if you're if you're him and if you're an Avs fan. So what up? 
Yes, dude, so exciting if you're an Avs fan. You guys have been pretty, uh, I don't know what the right word is. I don't want to say down and out, but yeah, kind of down and out. Well, they've won one. They, they've won one playoff series in the past eleven years, so you can say yeah. that it's been it's been crappy times uh, recently. But so you know, very exciting time for for the Yaz and for him, as I said. So we'll see how happens the rest of the rest of the uh, the series there, and we'll see what happens the rest of the playoffs. I know this is the best time of the year. We've talked about this multiple times. The Masters just ended warm weather and i mean the first round of playoffs is still in full swing you get four games a night multiple games on at once it's just it's freaking awesome yep yeah no it's great i mean i have to i'm actually taking my series seven exam tomorrow uh or tonight if you're listening to it on wednesday we're brag we're i mean i didn't say like i haven't passed it or anything so <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves true but assuming i pass it I'm going to be watching a lot of playoff hockey these nights instead of I won't have to study anymore. Well, I'll have to study for other stuff. But anyways, getting that, I cannot wait to just buckle in at night Damn right. and watch playoff hockey from like 10 to 11.30, but maybe 2.30. Nothing you know what I, mean? I know I'm not yeah. getting any sleep. Like my sleep, I'm so sleep deprived every single night because I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go to bed early tonight. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's a game on at 10.30. Maybe I'll go to bed at 1. And I do. <laughs> and I regret it. And then it goes to overtime. And and I, yeah, like, oh I, regret my God. It. I regret it every, every single morning. And I just keep doing it. So it's like a, it's like a cycle gone wrong. It's like almost like I'm, I'm waking up on um, as Bill Murray and Groundhog Day, like saying I'm going to get more sleep. I just never do. Um, quick shout out to the Boston Marathon roomie, Matt Holzhauser, who is a frequent uh, mentor on the show, completed the marathon yesterday. Uh, we were all there to support him. It was an awesome, it was an awesome day living right near the route. It was, was really cool. It was my first, my first time attending the marathon, just seeing everybody, everybody running. You could say it was a little motivational and then 10 minutes went by and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to do that. But to all the people <laughs> who finished the marathon yesterday, congratulations. And, um, a special shout out to my, to my roomie Holtzy. Yeah. Shout out to Holtzy. I was one of the, uh, the crew. I could not make it. Unfortunately, I was actually really devastated that I couldn't be there because I've never been I've been to the marathon. I was younger. I didn't get to go in college, which is dumb that we never really went. We were, we were doing our decathlons. So close um, though. We should have just gone for a little bit, you know? Yeah, but they're, they're running marathons. We were doing decathlons. It, you know what I mean? Bigger, better thing. True. But uh, yeah, dude, I, we, I definitely missed out on that. We had, I had to work. It was tax season, whatever, moving on from that. Yeah. But, and then um, last but not least to wrap it up, I'm going to defer to you. The Pats signed uh, UFA Demarius Thomas today to a contract. I don't know the terms or the length of it, but how do you feel about them kind of shoring up their their thin uh, receiving core with Demarius Thomas? My first reaction was like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's a pretty big name. He's coming off Achilles. Uh, I don't know if it was surgery, but he, had, he tore his Achilles. He's old. He's 31 years old, dude. He's not like the best. He doesn't have the best hands. It, they. The initial like wow factor kind of wore off pretty quick. Me and my, some of my friends from home were talking about it, and you know, one of the kids, Paul, was like, uh, he, he said, "What did he say? Like, he's not going to make it through. He's not going to make the final roster." The more I thought about it, I wouldn't even be shocked. I do think that they're signing him for a reason. They'll probably have him on the team. I think that I was actually listening to ninety-eight-five on the way home, and the best, the best reasoning I heard was that he's an insurance policy for Josh Gordon, and he's basically the same player. Not as good, but a little more reliable in the sense. I mean, he's had some issues, dude. He just got a DUI, or not a DUI. He got like in a car accident uh, a month ago and got in some trouble for it. But the Patriots, the point is, the Patriots still need to address the wide receiver position. Demarius Thomas is a little piece of the puzzle, but I don't know. What do you think as an outsider? I think uh, I get excited too. The, the Ravens have tried to shore up their their receiving core. I think you, it'd be hard pressed to find two teams that have had worst uh, receiving cores of the past, I don't know, 10 years. And those two teams, the Ravens and the Patriots, I, I, yeah. I defer the Ravens are, are worse. 
Um, yep. And they had signed two two free agents the past two years in um, in Crabtree and Jeremy Macklin, and they both did not really pan out. So I'm kind no, of on, I'm kind of on the on the side that free agent signings of receivers are kind of overblown, and it's a big name that has had great years in the past. So I kind of agree with you on the fact that. I, I insurance policy sounds sounds good in theory. Whether that's the case or not, who knows? Um, so it remains to be seen. But yeah, I, I don't think it's as huge of a signing as everybody in New England is making out to be. Whether they are or not, I'm not sure. But it's a it's pretty big news right now on the on the you know kind of the New England Patriots sports sports bubble. So yeah, a lot of people think it's going to be good, and a lot of people don't. And I think that's fair on both sides. I, we really won't know. It'll be a huge, a huge factor, obviously, how he comes back from his Achilles. Exactly. And so. I think somebody compared him to Reggie Wayne in, you know, when, when was the last season Reggie Wayne played? He was kind of brutal. I, I forget what year it was, whatever. It was, it, it was a good comparison. He, he went through the, whatever. This is, is a bad description, but I don't know. We'll see. If I, I don't think he'll pan out in a, a better than average way. He might be a red zone target or something. Who knows? Let's but say nothing if, to get too excited. If they do well and, and happen to, you know, win a ton of games this year. I don't think Demarius Thomas is, is, you know, one of the main reasons why that happens. Let's just put it that yeah, way. I agree. So that kind of wraps it up for the topics that I have. Do you have anything else you want to touch on before we, before we depart? Um, I mean, did we want to talk about my fidelity hockey debut? Did we already talk no. about it? No. Oh, we didn't. Oh yeah, that's right. We didn't. Yeah. We can talk about it another time though. I mean, if you you sound like you really want to touch on it, so I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the. Floor. I just wrote down a list of things that I thought we should talk about, and I assumed you were going to bring it up, and I forgot about it. Really, not a big deal. I played forward at the in the fidelity hockey game, had a great time. Uh, I did a little better than I expected to do, honestly, and I think that a f- the, my future may be as a forward and not a goalie, and my hips will probably be very thankful for that. Yeah, I um. I'm happy to hear that. I I think you um, I think that that's a smart decision for your hip sake and for your just your sanity's sake because I don't think anyone wants to be a goalie until they're 50, honestly. Yeah, well, the two goalies in the in the game were like 65 and 50 something. So Jesus Christ. That's yeah. anyways. Yeah. All right. Nobody cares. We'll get. Let's get out of here. I got to go eat dinner. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, um, thank you for listening. As always, um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. We also now have a website www.postgameshake.com That's huge news. Check nice. that out. I forgot about that. Check that out. So um worked, worked hard to get that going and have all our all, all of our interviews on there. Um we'll have some more merch coming soon hopefully, some more hats, maybe a couple shirts, who knows. Might might uh might spice things up, but the the typical thing, leave us a review and uh thanks for listening as always. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, here we go. Um we'll see you guys next week. Absolutely. See ya. Cool. Peace.